forget Jeff Gelman seminars. We've got three great seminars coming up and uh, these are all problem solving seminars. So you bring your dog or you can come and audit. No matter what the behavior is, we can help you. Nashville, Tennessee, Chicago, and Mantua, New Jersey, which is right outside of Philadelphia. And go to jeffgelmanseminars.com for more information as well as tickets. Hello, Joel. Hi. This is Jeff and Joel of Solid Canine Training. This is the What Would Jeff Do show, and it's a Q&A show. And people will be typing their questions. Joel will read them, and I'll answer them for you. Um, most questions are... Hold on one second. Just, hear it all the way from here. can hear what? So it's a weird vibration. Most questions are... Okay. Most questions are... Uh, I just adjusted it. That's why, yeah. So most questions are about how to stop unwanted behaviors. So keep that in mind. Um, if people are asking questions about, you know, how do I train a behavior, the conversation is going to be more towards a whole reward-based protocol. But when you start getting into proofing, stopping um, unwanted behaviors um, and eliminating unwanted behaviors, you need to understand how punishment works. You need to understand how to apply a proper punisher. There's actually a proper way to do it. There's proper methods to do it. There's many methods to do it. Um, you need to find something that's intolerable to the dog. And social media right now is, is pretty much destroying quality dog training because of the message that are given to owners. Everybody thinks it's, oh, no, because all these trainers are using shock collars. I'm like, that's actually not making it bad. It's the folks that are preaching reward only, never correct, don't say no, force free. That's what's destroying dog training right now. We didn't have all, all these issues 20 years ago, 30 years ago. 20 years ago we did, but 30 years ago we didn't. 40 years ago we didn't. Like we didn't have these issues at all. It's a combination of social media, massive amounts, brainwashing you. Um, it's because the, there's a huge amount of dog trainers that don't believe in ever saying no or correcting your dog. And people are also not as knowledgeable as they used to be about their dogs. And then also, um, there's just more dogs that are not put together well that are in the marketplace that struggle with even the most basic of things. So we're at a critical time right now. So what's the easiest thing to change? Probably the information that's being um, given out. Um, you can still have all the bad information out there, but we need to need more of the good information. So trainers should be putting out lots and lots of good information and not worry about social media pressure, hate, bullying, all that stuff, because it happens. If, you need, if you're a trainer right now dealing with all that stuff, I can help you get through it. You know, I've been dealing with it for 20 years and, and I'm at a mass scale, a mass scale. And all right, so let's get right into it. We've got Rumble, we have YouTube, we have Facebook, and we have Instagram. And this is live if you're watching the replay. Thank you so much. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel. Please like the show. Um, interact with us on all of our social media platforms. That'd be great. We're on TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook as well. All right, what do we got? All right. And IK says, I have a six month old rescue who is incredibly sweet but hates his collar and leash. 
how do we get him more comfy? We put the collar on him and he protests all directions. We mm-hmm. put the leash on and he just chews it. Okay. So the dog, first, the fact that it's a rescue, don't worry about it. You're going to be told to use a harness, but that's not, that's not fixing your problem. It's possible that the dog just never had any pressure around its neck whatsoever. It's not uncommon for it to happen. So this is what you do. Start with a slip lead. Just put a slip lead around the dog and um, hold on. Let the dog go nuts. Hold your ground. Literally, just take the leash, have it up against you, give the dog enough room that it doesn't, if the crocodile rolls, it won't choke itself out because slip leads theoretically are a noose. Um, but with a collar, I don't want the dog bucking around without the leash. Now, you could use a martingale that's properly fitted, have the leash already attached to it, and put it on. If you want to take your time, you can do a, you know, desensitizing your dog, you know, counter counter conditioning protocol for the collar. But you, what you do is you force the collar on the dog. You force the dog to deal with it. Remember, using force is bad. Oh, use positive reinforcement. Okay. I'm not disagreeing with that, but when that fails, you need to understand what else to do. The problem is when a dog is in such distress, such pushback, such drive, you cannot use a reward-based training program. You can't. Anybody that works with dogs should know this. That that's just that's the reality of it. Oh well, then you're not using a high enough reward. Okay. With a high enough reward, it doesn't matter. Oh, the dog, you wait till the dog calms down. That's the point. The dog shouldn't be calmed down. So, what do you do? Like what we do every day here is part of our protocol for a dog that objects to doing something that is basic, like walking down the streets instead of planting its ass on the ground and and you know resisting a dog that doesn't want to go up the steps a dog that doesn't want to go in its kennel rewards aren't going to work but you know what works leash pressure over and over again oh you want to walk great we're gonna go 10 feet this way 10 feet back 10 feet this way 10 feet back 10 feet this way 10 feet back over and over and over again and what do you know? Next day, dog walks fine. Next day, dog goes in its kennel. Next day, dog lets you put the leash and collar on. But you first need to stop the unwanted behavior before you can move on to even have a conversation about reward-based training. Next. Avi says, hello, peeps. Hey, Avi. Hey, how are, how you? are you? Snuggle Buns says, hey, everyone. Hey, Snuggle Buns. Hey, Snuggle Buns. Let's see. Paulette on Instagram says, hi, guys. Hope you both had a great day. Yeah, we did. Paulette. It was nice. It was nice. It's actually, like, hot. It was, like, it, 85 today. It was crazy. It was, this is the great. first time I've been barefoot. I have out, the AC out. on right now. It's getting a little you, you muggy. Do? It's getting oh. muggy in here. Yeah. I've got uh, uh, no shoes on today. For the first time in a long time. It's been great because I, you know, eight months out of the year. I don't wear shoes, and it's what's wonderful. This is why your mic sounds terrible because you don't talk into it. That's why I specifically moved my mic over here so that when I talk to you, okay. I'm talking into my You're mic. Used to having large round objects in front of your mouth, so I'm not. Next. You're gonna get a fucking black eye off that one, okay? <laughs> because someone said your mic is clipping, especially when you're super close to it. Okay, yeah, got it. He also doesn't talk in the direction of his mic. 
you know. Next. Let's see. Athena said, I'm from the UK and just want to say thank you. I have been following you for a while now and you really empowered me and changed my mindset. My GSD is on a prong and the nonsense is now minimal. Yes. That's awesome. Yeah. Athena, are you... Oh, you said following us for a while now because I feel like I just recently started seeing you like engaging with our stuff. So I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, are you new? But I guess mm-hmm. you've been following. So that's mm-hmm. good. I'm so glad. Um, I've been getting a lot of DMs too from people in the UK. So I guess that's a broad term because the UK is big, but a lot of people are like, oh, we can't use e-callers. But then I'm asking people in our community who are in the UK, they're they're not banned yet. They're not banned yet. So which is it? So so Wales, yes. Um, This is the thing. It's like in in London, no. So you can still, you can buy them. You can buy them. They're shunned upon, but you can buy them. Got it. Next. Um, let's see. <clears throat> Jan says, howdy all. Hey, Jan. Hey, Jan. Or is that Jan? Depends, I guess, how mm. you're going to pronounce it, mm. right? Depends where they're from. Right. Constance, hi all. Hope everything is doing, hope everyone is doing well. Yeah, hey, we're, doing, we're doing great. Brandy says, hello, Jeff and Joelle. Hey, Brandy. Hey, Brandy. Shari says, have a 13-week-old golden retriever puppy. She thinks it's great fun to grab the leash and bounce around and tug and act like yep. a general. We just put a video up on this yep. the other day. Look at our feed. It's like three posts yep. back. Yep. Finding it hard to sink into her head how to walk properly. Yep. So you need to correct that. So what yeah. you want to do, there's a couple of different options you have. You can have somebody with another leash going the other way. Because what you don't want to do is you don't want to tug on the leash. You don't want to tug on the leash. Because then the dog will tug back, and now you're playing tug of war, which the dog actually is enjoying. So your dog is old enough to get a correction. You can actually bonk the dog. You can have you can take one little finger and poke it into the dog's side. You can actually give a little bit of the leash pop. We actually show how to stop it with a it's an easy dog. It's a, it's a 12-week-old puppy that's doing the same thing. And then we just you just give a little bit of a little bit of leash pressure on that. So, you know, you you the dog has to learn no. It's a great time to start teaching no right now. That's a great that is a great behavior to eliminate and to teach no. Um, so and as far as what what the you know is the when's the dog going to learn when it learns what not to do so you know you can teach it what to do but if you haven't taught it what not to do such as jumping up grabbing the leash you know biting at your pants you know things like that then the dog needs to have that information next mm-hmm. you can also use a bonker on a dog that 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 young believe it or not lightweight bonker Amy says, how to stop a puppy who wants to eat every tiny piece of everything off the floor. Bong mm-hmm. at the right time. I have to stop it. Well, how old is the dog? How old is the dog? Right, puppy. Some people well, call their year-old dog a puppy. They do. So how old is the dog? So, but, you know, the, but, you know how, do you, how, do you, how do you do that? Number one, you can keep a leash on the dog. You can make sure the dog is supervised. So a lot of times people give their dog too much free, free roaming. But if you keep a leash on the dog, we let dogs just wear a basic slip lead dragging around. Because when we're doing all of our food training and the hundreds of reps, we're not holding onto the leash. It's just there just in case. Five months old. Oh, that's not a... Okay, it's a puppy. But so, you know, dogs are actually old enough to be corrected firmly. You can actually have an e-collar on the dog. Every time it puts its nose down, you say no. A lot of people say leave it, but you don't want the dog to leave it. You want the dog to know. It's no. And people tend to water down, leave it, but they're just words anyway. It doesn't matter. It's what, it's what happens afterwards. But I want the dog to learn no for every command that it's not supposed to be doing. I'm sorry, for every behavior that it's not supposed to be doing. I want no to have meaning. So you have to put enough meaning to it. So we had a dog, Pippa, who is actually a show dog, champion show dog. Mm-hmm. Personality changed a little bit. 
And she, the great thing is she did incredible scent work, incredible scent work competitor, but her nose was always on the ground. She also had a minor aggression, which got her out of the show world. And for, for the time being. So anyway, this is a dog that you, I've never seen a dog in 20 years. And I've worked with a lot of dogs and a lot of scent dogs. And you, I've never seen a dog have their nose on the ground so much. You, every walk you took, nose was on the ground. Um, every time the dog walked around your house, outside, anywhere, nose on the ground. We were able to get that dog to walk with its head held high, and it didn't do any of that. Anyway, when we stopped the aggression, anyway, the dog actually can be shown again and is, work, is winning awards. Next. Um, let's see. I'm not sure I'm missing anything on mm. Instagram. Mm -hmm. Meg says, what brand shot collar do you recommend, and at what age is appropriate okay. for him? First of all, it's the e-cower technology, the mini educator. Just go to ecower.com. But what I this is a this is what's really, really important. We have a course called Green to Graduate. Green to Graduate. I don't want anyone using a cower to train obedience. Now to stop an unwanted behavior, you actually don't need much training at all. An uneducated person could stop a behavior as long as like you had just a tiny bit of information. But to train obedience. You need to understand, fully understand how to train a dog. Because there's a lot of misinformation out there. We're huge fans of e-cowers. Every one of the dogs we work with is trained on and off of an e-cower. But we layer it first. So we do first, we do obedience training first with just a leash and a collar. And then we layer the e-cower over it. But we have a four-step method on how we e-cower train. Four-step method. We're going to be launching another e-collar live yep. probably in February. Yep. So if you guys have ever participated in our e-collar live, mm -hmm. there's so much and fun. It's going to be a young dog too. No, I think that we're going to do oh. it with the Great Pyrenees. Oh, okay. So it's not going to be young. And everyone says Great Pyrenees, you know, can't be trained. You're going to see. Do? It. Oh. Um, I thought it was Huskies. Can't be trained. All those like livestock yeah. guardian dogs. Yeah. So anyway, so that's um I forgot what we were talking about, but um what age is like appropriate for e-collar? Right, 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 right. So just make sure you understand and you take the proper steps. Take the proper steps. But the thing is, you don't need to hire a trainer. The course teaches you. Like, you can fully off-leash train your dog by getting a by getting this course. Mm -hmm. Next. Metal Chick's a former leash-reactive husky. When we see another dog now, sometimes he'll be ears up alert, but not stiff, and will husky vocalize. Like, but I want to go see this friend mom. His state of mind is calm and friendly, but as having worked through reactivity, mm -hmm. should I be correcting to completely disengage? We went from avoidance behavior to now this. Yeah, so you can. I mean, dog, I mean, huskies talk, but still, the dog is, I don't want to be walking down the street with a howling dog every time it sees another dog or a person or something or anything that it wants to get to. So you absolutely can stop that. Absolutely can stop that. Next. Dang, I'm like all over the place on mm -hmm. YouTube for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. Amy said, P.S. I love you guys. Love you too. We love you too, Amy. Abby said, still snowing, turning to rain tomorrow. Yeah. Sorry, New England. Warm here, at least. Yeah. Sherry said, slip leashes should never be used on a puppy. They can cause serious damage. Um, I mean, yes. They, I mean, any collar, literally, martingale, flat buckle collar, head halter, you know, slip lead, um, uh, choke chain, they can all cause damage. But the thing about a slip lead is, Slip leads are great because the dog can't get out of them, and dogs can back out of a lot of different cowers. But it all depends on if the leash is loose. If the dog is pulling on the slip lead and choking itself, obviously that's bad. Ironically, most dogs pull on the leash on martingales and um, 
flat buckle collars, that's also bad. That actually creates worse damage. But the way we use our slip leads with our young puppies is they just drag it. This is dragging behind in case they want to flee from the work. You can at least step on the collar. You can at least step on the collar. So slip leads, you absolutely can use on puppies. You can actually use on a lot of dogs, but people do need to know theoretically it's a noose. Well, you have to teach them pressure release. But you, then that's, that's where the thing. If that's, the puppy's choking itself, that's a training then it does, failure. That's a trait. So that, then there's another thing. It's like not teaching your dog pressure on, pressure off, how to release pressure. That's that's the first thing we do with the dog. Not the first thing, but it's in the first couple of days as a dog learns what leash pressure is, because most dogs don't understand leash pressure. They actually do opposition reflex behavior, which is they drive into the pressure instead of coming to you when they feel pressure. So they have to be taught. And it's the same concept that will be passed on to e-collar training. Next. Anyone out there who is... I feel like we've gotten a lot of puppy inquiries lately. We're hosting a free training next Monday, which mm. is going to get the landing page up. But it's going to be with this puppy, this burner puppy who just came in. Mm. He's like 13 or 14 weeks old. Oh, awesome. Struggling with all the same puppy nonsense. Yeah, same jumping, barking. He actually, he actually, owner couldn't stop. To, the owner for two weeks, more than two weeks, couldn't get the dog to stop whining in the crate up until the day he left. Came to us and on. Must have been a power surge. Yep. Okay, we're back. Yep. That was an internet connection because my internet just went out. Um, so it'll be fun. That'll be a lot of fun to do. Next. Amethyst said, hey, J&J. Hey. Amy, I already read that. Terry just recently started seeing that our local shelter is requesting folks to donate their e-collars to help with spay and neuter. When I asked if they were reselling, I've gotten no response. Why would they? Do they mean the Elizabethan collars, though? Yeah, it could probably. be it, it probably. I can't imagine e collars. Yeah, it's probably it's probably so the, the vets call e collars, Elizabethan collars, e collars. Trainers call e collars the electronic e collars. So, so what happens is when your dog, your chances are this is what it is because when you bring your dog home with with a collar, you usually don't need it again. Usually, I mean, every once in a while we'll we'll, we'll reuse it because the dog will get like it'll be licking hot spots or something. And we'll just put the collar, we'll just put it on it to, to keep it doing it. But most people, you're right, they pay, they spend anywhere from 10 to $14 and then they just literally just don't use it and it sits there. It actually takes up a lot of space unless you flatten it off. But even flattened off for some of these large breed dogs, they take up a lot of space. So that's chances are what they're doing, what they're doing. Just getting people to save some money. Next. Um. Let's see. Terry, I already read that. Bully said, Terry, that's Elizabethan collar, not shot. Yeah, yeah probably. Yeah, yeah, most likely. Crazy hair. Hi, I said goodbye to my 14-year-old dog no, two weeks ago. Sorry. And now my five-year-old dog has started peeing in all her old spots. Yeah. So, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know, it, it sucks losing a dog. It never gets easier. It never gets easier at all. And people say, I'll never get another dog. And, well, please get another dog. A lot of, there's a lot of dogs that would love to be living with you so please get a dog um just get the right dog which is a big sentence there um as far as that behavior it's like so why is the dog you know all of a sudden doing it now uh, five trainers five reasons i think the biggest thing is how do you stop it number one um don't let your dog free roam for now number two 
was your dog truly housebroken or did it just go outside with the other dogs went outside and maybe the other dogs were giving signals to go outside and this dog just followed and went to the bathroom at the same time. So start, get up an Excel spreadsheet, start tracking the dog's potty breaks, put them on a schedule, monitor the dog's food and water, just feed, you know, put the food down 15 minutes later, lift the food up and then water, you can do the same thing with water. You know, you don't have to have, you know, if you lived in, if your dog was outside and it, you lived in a hot climate or the dog ran around a lot, sure, buckets of water. But if your dog's inside your house, it doesn't need as water as much as, it, I mean, if it's not exercising, it doesn't need as much water as you think. Um, so you can actually serve water with its with its meals. And then where's the, what in the dog's marking or the dog's peeing, where are you? That's always a question I ask. I'm like, oh, I don't know. I don't see it. I'm like, so unfortunately right now your dog can't, you know, be out of your um, eyesight. And that's where duration work work really, really comes in, like place and down. Next. Um, Mandy said, how to stop a nervous two-year-old American bulldog from barking, lunging, pulling when seeing another dog. Okay. Slip lead, e-collar. Okay. Dog training. Dog training. Um, and, and, I mean, I mean, and I mean that. Definitely not a slip lead. Slip leads are going to create more of that. So dog training is the answer because you need to know how to use whatever tool it is. So no tool is going to stop it. Dog training is going to stop it. Dog training will stop it. That's really important to know. We, the, the, the best answer, since you've got a lot of different issues all wrapped up into one big issue, which is leash reactivity, the simplest thing to do is get our leash reactivity course. Get a leash reactivity course. But also, if you're, it sounds like you might be a little bit uncertain about tools. You might actually want to get our green to graduate course, which teaches you actually how to train your dog. And if you don't want to get the green to graduate course, we've got a free walking course. You can get just the walking module, and that's available if you go to Solid Canine Academy, Solid Canine Academy. And that, as soon as the page pops up, right down at the very bottom is a little um, pop-up. Click on that, and you'll get a free course sent to you on how to walk your dog. So you'll still, you can start there, but then if you want to get a great paid course, the Leash Reactivity course is fantastic. What tools will you use? At the beginning, you're going to really benefit from a bonker and a prong collar. And but without the training, without the knowledge and the application of the knowledge, without the knowledge, you can't apply the the, the knowledge. That's what you need the most. Next, I'm gonna post the link to um, Chaos to Control, mm -hmm. which is a really great leash activity nice. course. Nice. Ryan says, "Shalom, guys." Oh, I thought it was my internet. Good, not my fault for once. Mm -mm. No, it's really really weird. We might have had just a a small power surge, but nothing else. Nothing else went out though in this room. The lights, the lights didn't flicker. Next. Medusa Canacorso said, my 110-pound dog likes to lean on me as I walk. I applied pressure with my finger to get her off me. Yeah. Her body language was negative, in my opinion. So what you can do is you can do a take a knee, just give, do a little bit of a knee pop. You can carry around a small stockyard whip or dressage whip and do the reach around. That's not what you don't reach around and grab the dog's balls. But what you do is you take the stockyard whip and you just reach around your back and just do a quick tap on the ass. You can also have somebody, if you wanted to be really creative, have somebody following you. If you heal your dog on the left, so they're to the left of that dog, and they take a stockyard whip, the dog goes and leans on you, a little double tap, tap, tap to the butt. All those things will work. Sometimes just taking the leash and popping it away does work for some, but a lot of times it makes dogs actually sometimes go into you harder. Also, what you can start doing is spatial awareness exercises. It's one of our leadership skills we do, and it's not for dogs that just lean on people. It's just for 
dogs in general that come into our training program, have the dog just standing there, walk into the dog, move it out of your way with your body. And then when the dog stops, wait a couple seconds, boom, walk into the dog again. The dog nose down, put it in the down, shuffle your feet right up to it and walk into it again. Also, when you're walking your dog, make quick left turns with the dog heels on your left really quick. And the dog is going to learn real quick that bumping into your knee is not the most pleasant experience. Next. Metal Chick says that thanks trying to balance what felt like my micromanaged stage to trusting and allowing him to make the right choice. Yeah, it's really important. Obviously, there's some some owners will have to manage their dogs for a lifetime. Some, in fact, put it this way: most owners, ninety percent of owners out there who have untrained dogs, which is about ninety percent, is um, uh, when because oh, the dog is trained, and I'm like, and I'll list all the things the dog, I'll list all the things that the dog knows how to do, and it's usually can be counted on a hand, and I'll list all the things the dog potentially can do, and that's listed on like. A long piece of paper, 18 pages, double-sided. Um, so what's important with those 90% is those dogs without any information, without any tools, without any training whatsoever, are really, really badly behave. So I think it's important to understand how that's a crisis we're in, if you ask me, but how important it is that everyone's afraid that training is going to make stuff worse sometimes or a certain kind of training, but things are already pretty worse. Next. Um, Amethyst says, you guys are my heroes. I plan on going to ABC for training to be credible. I've been watching you guys for five years. Life changer. I've got the best behaved dogs now. Yeah. So, you know, the university that you mentioned, the online school that you mentioned, it's not going to give you credibility. It won't give you credibility. Now, I'm not saying that that's not a start, but anybody that knows anything about dog training, that wouldn't give somebody credibility. I most likely wouldn't let a graduate from there walk my dogs. And not because I'm afraid of what they'll do. It's like I'm afraid of what they can't do. Um, the best experience is hands-on internship dog training. It's the best thing. Because the school that you mentioned does not allow for corrections. And everyone says, oh, yes, they do. I'm like, they're very outspoken against tools. They're very outspoken against corrections that are effective. Next. Athena said, does it make a difference where you place the prong for corrections, as in the D-ring on the side or in the center? Five trainers, five answers. You know, if you if you find your... Sorry, I meant to say I've tried both, but I found it's more effective in the center between the ears because I'm so short with little arms, maybe. So then, not to be snarky, why'd you ask the question? Do you want some validation? No, no, no. I, and I'm not saying this because, oh, why are you wasting my time? I'm saying is, you found a way that works best for you in an effective, efficient, results-oriented way. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. So if somebody says, if I said to you, it's more effective on the left or the right, and you got worse results from those, but better results from the middle, what does it matter what I say? Whenever, whether you're a trainer or an owner, and something is working, and I'm not like, sort of working. I'm like working. 
in an effective, efficient, results-oriented way, stick to it. But be open to, if you're a trainer, you have to be open to everything because there's all different kinds of dogs that you'll be working with next. Wow. Let's see. Dog Trainer Niagara said, frustrated. Had a client come to my group class. Had it on a small link, Herm Springer. Dog did amazing. Mm -hmm. Today, her partner said, no way is the dog using a prong. Mm -hmm. Okay. So mm. um, that's a pre... I don't know if you pre-screen your clients. Um, I don't know if you make it mandatory. But you could make it mandatory, though, not necessarily on tools, but on couple communication and couple awareness that you can make mandatory. Meaning, I don't really care what tool you use. You need to both be on the same page. You need to both be on the same page. One of you can't let the dog jump on you when it comes home, and one of you can't stand that. One of you can't, like, let the dog get on the couch and then growl when somebody tries to sit down and think it's funny and the other person doesn't let the dog on the couch or if they ever saw that, the dog would get a correction. One person can't let the dog pull on the walk while the other person is healing. So it's more about couples consistency, couples communication than it is about tools. And then if it gets uncomfortable, ask them to leave. When you guys are ready to train with me, you can come back. And what you can do is you have a sign-up form, maybe a mini contract, maybe a full contract. You, you let them know that this is how you train. These are the tools you use. And everybody that's with that dog needs to be comfortable with it or don't waste the money. Next. Kathy says, the community is absolutely amazing. Well worth the money. I'm constantly learning about different things and ways to improve my training. I highly recommend. Yeah, community is fantastic. Just it's every, so affordable, Just too. let everybody like, know. So right now it's three seventy seven. Just let everybody... But you can join for as little as 37 I know. if you really want to. The price is going to go up to eventually nine ninety seven. Now, this is, might not be in 2024, but probably by the end of 2024, maybe 2025. It's going to be $9.97. Why? There's going to be so many courses in there that you're probably not going to have to buy individual courses. Mm -hmm. We're going to have one portal for helping you for everything. And we can do all of our live coaching in there. And everyone who's already signed up at the low price, your grandfather. Your grandfather in. So the people that paid How cool is that? the people that paid actually even less than $377. Mm -hmm. When you when you when you when you're at a year anniversary. Even if you're like, well, I think I'm going to take a month off. Now you pay the new high, the new price. Just keep that in mind. But the community is great because for a dollar a day, um, a little bit more than a dollar a day, actually, uh, your life can change. Your life can change. Next. Carrie said, I just got an almost five-month-old male German Shepherd. Oh, my God, what a holy terror he is. He's a very strong boy with pulling when walking. What would be the best collar and leash to use? So, um, the, again, if you're going to get, you know, so you already got the dog, but I've always said, if you're going to get these power breed dogs, you should know all the basics. You should all know all the basics. So what I want to do is knowing that that's how I feel, knowing how I feel that everybody that gets technically every dog, but especially if you're going to get these people are going to be getting Malinois. For Malinois owners, I say you shouldn't even be asking for basic obedience advice if you're going to get a Malinois. But for, for a lot of your Rottweilers, your, 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 your Rotties, um, sorry, your Rottweilers, um, um, your Dobermans and your German Shepherds and other, you know, Corsos, like 
everybody needs to know like all the basic stuff, especially how to walk a dog. That's why we came up with the walking course. That's why we have green to graduate. So the number one thing you're going to need is the knowledge. And that's what I want to give you. I want to give you the knowledge because I mean, but obviously a prong collar is going to be your first choice because that's going to dramatically help. But I don't want you just to rely on that. I want you to make sure your dog is actually trained because you'll be able to segue into off-leash training as well. E-Cower is fantastic for state-of-mind stuff, for um, off-leash work, communication, for distance for distance um, uh, obedience, for distance stopping of unwanted behaviors. There's so many great benefits to that. But the biggest thing you'll need is how to do a proper walk. Teach the dog how to do a proper walk. Next. Um... Athena said, thank you. I just wanted validation as you always seem to place it on the side when, mm -hmm. when, oh, and when are you coming to the UK? Probably never. never. I'll probably never come to the UK. Do you know why? I, we have a huge fan base in the UK. But we will be in Europe this summer. But, but, hint, hint. So all of our European the, community, the, let's go. This is the only way I would come to the UK. If somebody with private property, okay. They'd have to have private property, not a business that they didn't own, but private property, probably a probably somebody's home with a big yard. I've done these before. I did them in the UK before. I did them in Scotland before, just like this. And they guaranteed my fee. I would go. But if I have to rent the place, sell the tickets, because there's so much heat over in the UK, not just against me, but there's so much heat there. And there's so many people that look like adults but are actually like eighth grade kids. And the amount of unprofessionalism, bullying, hate, and trying to sabotage someone's business primarily comes from the UK. Like one day I got woke up to six, there's a, when the big bonking debacle happened, I woke up to 642 pieces of, um, I'm sorry, 642 one-star reviews one day. And most of them, almost 90% of them came from the UK. While we were going through all this, we got so much hate from the UK. All we did on Facebook, you know, you can shut off countries on Facebook. You can, you can make it look like a country can't see your stuff. We would shut off the UK because we needed a break. We had three shifts of people. There's just a lot of just angry people out there with unsolved, you know, unresolved, you know, childhood trauma. So they feel like they have to hate or they hate their lives now. They have to put it on you so they feel better. But it went down to almost zero. That's how much hate that is there. The BBC did a hit piece on me. Scotland's largest newspaper, I forgot the name, they did a huge hit piece on me. So, you know, it's the kind of thing where I'm in no rush I, 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 to go to the UK at all. First of all, it's not a moneymaker. And I'm a huge advocate of capitalism because that's how we can change the world. Um, but it's, it's not worth, it's just not worth it. It sucks because there's so many people over there that I help, that I help remotely. Next. Joyful Canine said, I don't think dogs grieve how people think. They act out after a death in the family more so because routine changes. Owner scattered emotions, structure interrupted, et cetera. Create a new routine. Yeah, you know, I mean, th that's why, like, whenever I've had a dog pass, like, I come home and, I'm, and, and no, one's, no one seems to be looking for that dog. And I'm not changing anything. It's like, well, same, same stuff, guys. It, it's another day. Sun went down. Sun will be up tomorrow. And we'll get it before the sun goes up. But. Do the same thing. Next. 
Metal Chick says that I've learned so much about myself through the community. So glad I joined. It's changing my dog and my life. Yeah. Oh my God, you guys are making me so emotional tonight. That's great. Yeah, people have to understand the power of what we do. Yeah. Yeah, that's why... That's, We're way more than just dogs. That's, that's why That's why it's funny the amount of, you know, people that just don't understand what we do. It's because it's too bad because those people can probably use it the most. Those people can use it the most. Next. Sam said, my internship was watching two to 300 hours of your old YouTube teaching videos while working with my own dogs, then going hands-on with others' dogs after I got confidence. Nice. I wouldn't trust another trainer enough to intern with them. Yeah. Thank you. So, you know, that's, like, you can learn a lot. I mean, you can learn how to, you know, fix refrigerators. You can learn how to, you know, install insulation. You can learn how to put down hardwood floors. You can learn how to do, you know, take apart a car engine. You can, you know, you can learn so much. You learn so much by, you know, by YouTube videos. Next. Bad news says internet hiccup, maybe government wiretap, probably say hi to the NSA. They don't need to, they don't need to tap our wires though. That's the thing. They don't need to tap our wires. They can just, they can, they can tap into our phones. They can just tap into our phones right now. It's true. At any, at any time they can tap into our phones. At any time they can tap into our phones, the camera, as well as the mic. Next. Kim said, good evening, Jeff and Joelle. I second what Amethyst said. I was just reflecting today on where I was when Thump, with Thumper before I met you and where we are now. Mm. Worlds apart. You never mm. wave and are always steadfast and steady. Yep. I'm oh, not, I don't you. bend to the mob. I'm fucking consistent. Next. Ryan said, LOL, Jeff is so matter of fact. It's awesome. Okay. <laughs> you can always count on Jeff for the hard truth. That's for sure. I say it respectfully. No, for sure. Mm. But it's like the little kick in the ass everybody needs, I think. I think every good coach should yeah. be honest with you Definitely. in a respectful way. That's just a human skill that people should have or work, work towards. Next. Joyful Canine said, I like the long tilted slightly to the direction on the side you're on. So corrections are nice and parallel to the ground. Less arm movement, but the dog dependent too. Yeah. Yeah, everyone's got their own thing. But it all depends on how you're correcting. Some people just correct up, which we don't do. We correct to the side. Yeah. Next. Athena said, now you know how hard it is dealing with a reactive dog in the UK. We are fucked. Um, so four years ago, I think it was, I did a seminar in the UK and I did a seminar in Scotland. And um, there was a bunch of dog trainers there. And I sat, I sat down with them because we you know, were talking business. And I went to all their websites and I said, how come you don't have e-cowers on your websites? How come you don't talk about them at all? Why is it so hush-hush with you? And they're like, well, we don't want to get social media hate. And I'm saying, well, pretty soon you're going to be breaking the law. So they're not banned yet. They're supposed to be banned in February. Oh, yeah, February 2024. So they're, they're supposed to be banned then, but I don't know if there's a hold on it right now. I'm not as involved as I used to be over in the you know UK stuff. Um, I met with a in Scotland. I met with the you know the agricultural person, whatever in the government, the head of that. You know, sat down with them and talked about you know how to formulate legislation on e-cowers because they were gonna they didn't want to ban them. They wanted legis legislation, so they I gave them some input on that. And I'm not sure what they're gonna do. But the thing is, it's like people don't understand. That's why they like they're 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 killing you know certain breeds. They're banning certain breeds. They're banning tools they're banning you know like like dog sports um, especially bite work 
is going to be banned in the UK and in Europe, probably within the next five years. Next. Amethyst said, do I need a license to train dogs as a career? You need to be. So we, we do, I do business building consulting. So you need a, all businesses, not all, I think, I don't know if every business needs a license, but you need, you, you, you'd want to register with your secretary of state. You want to register with your secretary of state. You want to be insured and you want business insurance. If you have a vehicle, you have to let your car company know that you, it's a commercial vehicle or part of the time, all the time. If you put signage on it, it's leaning more towards commercial now. Um, you um, need to be, you, you should be bonded. Um, as far as a national certification for dog trainers, there is no national certification whatsoever. And it's also meaningless. It's also meaningless, totally meaningless. The best dog trainers out there had no, they didn't, they have no certification other than they're really damn fucking good. Some people collect certifications. Mm-hmm. They've got more letters after their name than they have in their first, and, first, middle, and last name. It's pretty, it's almost, it's almost comical. Um, but starting a business, it's, there's, 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 a lot involved, but it's a lot of it can be done in a day. You know, you have to have a, you know make sure you got a bookkeeping system, understand your sales tax codes, you know, things like that. Next, sorry. Brian said nine ninety seven. That's going to be the most expensive mug club I've ever seen, but totally worth it. So that, this, you know what's really really funny? I think we're way more than a mug in club. the last sixty days. We've probably spent over ten thousand dollars on advanced learning yeah we've, we've spent a lot of money at the at the end of the year and we've got another one that we're gonna be doing in february and so anytime you want to move forward in life plan on um spending a little bit of money because what you're doing is you're paying for experts for their experience so what you're doing is you're just buying time you're buying time is what you're doing so when you hire a business consultant you can figure it out on your own. You might make a lot of expensive, financially expensive mistakes, stress um, uh, mistakes that like totally stress you out, panic attacks, depression, anxiety. And when you hire uh, a professional, you can save all that. You can save all that. And also when you hire a trainer that's got lots of dogs under their belt, you can, now you're paying for their, also their, for their experience as well. And you're paying for all their experience and all the amount of time that they put into um, their learning. So whenever you're trying to grow, I mean, you can watch a YouTube video on anything, how to open up a business. You can go to your state, how to become, you know, how to register my business, how to start a business in the state of Florida. And they'll, t- they'll, they'll tell you, and there's links to every department you need to know. They're very, very helpful. I mean, most states are helpful. They want you to open up a business in their state. So, you know, in the city, they want you to open up a business there. But there's all kinds of just every, every state's a little bit different. Every city in every in every um, state is different. Next, FNT fifty one says hi. Thank you for your training. Had great results after e training and advice on our current situation and advice on our current situation. Good. We had a tornado at Christmas, rare in Australia, with no warning. Since then, the storm reactivity from her is through the roof. She'll barge doors, which she has never done before. Mm. And if she's eating and sees me, she will spit her food out. I'm not sure what to do. Yeah, so that's the the barging of the door is probably the flight the flight response. But either way, whatever whatever it is, this is the thing. So how do you desensitize your dog with storms? You, you know, uh, was it thunder? Storms? Tornado. Tornado. Oh, but it's storms. But it's storms storms now. now is the big thing. 
So your dog probably just got freaked out. That's all. So now your dog has got a paranoid association with whatever, with, with, with wind. So what you can start doing is a lot of people will say, well, start creating a positive association with that. And I'm like, so at what point when my dog is barging its head through the door, do we start giving it a positive association? So what you can start doing is you can start leveraging obedience to get over a behavioral issue. So we don't, what we do is if we have a dog in place, which is lying down on a dog mat and the dog starts getting freaked out with anything, vacuum cleaner, rake, shovel, sound, you know, air compressor, anything, you know, rain, the fireworks, whatever. And if the dog wants to flee, you can correct the, the dog's flight response and have the dog go back into place. So then what they do is they lie down and they shake because they're nervous. It's a process. You'd be nervous too um, if you couldn't flee from something. Um, and now what we're doing is we're teaching the dog just literally how to deal with it. And we've seen dog, dogs get over just about everything with that, with that program. Um, and it's been great. Great. Joyful Canine said, I'll keep that in mind. My family lives in the UK and have a farm. Horse training, great spot for sure. I don't blame you for not wanting to deal with that climate. Understand. Yeah, because and it's not because I'm afraid of hate. It becomes not worth it mentally, financially. I mean, for us to go to the UK, the logistics, who takes care of the chickens, who takes care of the dogs. Does, you know, um, does Angela go or not go? Most likely he would go. Then there's there's three plane tickets. There's, you know, a, a large hotel room or two rooms. There's also the rental car. There's like, I mean, there's, it's your break-even point is you're, you're right up at, you know, 10,000 euros right now. So there's like, there's a lot involved. There's a lot involved. And then that's, and then also there's time away. There's, then there's time away from the business. So there's a lot involved. There's a lot involved. Next Ryan said, NSA taps into your phone, camera, smart TV, laptop, Alexa, and any other smart devices. Yeah. It's a deal with the tech community and government. Got yeah. a lot protecting the First Amendment. Yeah. Well, yeah, Alexis and all your all your Google, whatever, all your everything. Webcam. Obviously, they're listening because when you say, when you say Alexis. Alexa. They, Alexa. I don't even know. I don't know because we don't have them. Alexa, they wake up. So that means they're listening. That means they're listening. Next. Joyful Canines, I love the IG on the out with the puppies today, proving that what a highly underrated command that is, just not for resource guarding. Everyone would benefit. Yeah, mm -hmm. the out, the out, the out's fantastic. The out is fantastic. Yeah, it's going to be used in so many different applications. Next, Athena said, "E-collars due to be banned in the UK. XL bullies banned. It's disgusting." Yeah, mm -hmm. so buy your e-collars now, and, and just to let you know, there's about three hundred thousand people in the UK that are using them, so it's a pretty stupid banning so what i've always been suggesting for the last year is whoever's using an e-cower now don't stop if everybody if everybody kept using them what are they going to do they'll give you a ticket they'll take away your dog they'll find you they'll arrest you really all those people all they're going to do that to all those people w where do they put them where do they put the dogs where do they put the humans who who writes the tickets who collects the tickets what's the consequence for not paying the ticket who enforces that you have to build bigger jails, bigger bigger courthouses, hire more judges. Really? So, but that's but that's a lot of that is in the UK. It's like we'll just ban something. It's easier to ban it. Next. Joyful canines said banning is just going to encourage people to hide things and do it in private. Sure. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Ryan said you got to invest and spend money to make money, not complaining. Yeah, I mean, but even for people, so this is the thing, even with, for us as businesses, you absolutely have to, you have to, you have to always hire people smarter than you to consult with and coach you, always, always. 
you know, it's all business related stuff too. It's not even, it's not dog stuff. It's business related stuff, social media based stuff. Um, so, but as an owner, you can say, well, how, how do I invest me investing money? How do I make money? I'm like, well, let me give you a couple of great examples. Many people can't leave their dogs home alone. Many people can't stay out of the house for a certain amount of time. Many people um, are so defeated by their dog, they're not doing well in their relationship, in their um, parenting, in their biz, you know, it, it work, things like that. So when you have somebody that can come in and solve your problems, you start feeling better about yourself. So now your work attitude improves. So maybe now you're actually are going to be learning new skills and new things. You could actually get another job. So one less worried about one less thing to worry about now is the dog, and you can actually concentrate on your life. And if you keep working on your life, you will keep growing. You'll grow in every category of your life. And that's what people have to understand. It's like when things are really rough for you, who's going to change first? It's easier to complain and blame. But if you start working on yourself without any expectation of anything else happening, you'd be surprised what does happen. Next. Kirsten said, can you explain what a total reset should look like with a three-dog household? We've been having some fights break out over resources, food, toys, couch. How long until you allow freedom again? We actually have that pack training course. We have a pack training course. I suggest doing a one-on-one online consult. If three dogs, if three dogs, it's cheaper than a vet bill. Total reset is, it's, it's too much to talk about on this show. It's probably the opposite of what you're doing now. And, and I say that because I want your dogs to stay in the house, not have fights, which causes injury to the dogs, potential injury to a human. And I don't want any dogs given away or killed. So it's probably going to be a dramatic amount of structure, um, as well as proactive training, as well as stopping unwanted behaviors, as well as state of mind um, uh, work. Next. Kirsten, already read that. Constance said 997 is actually pretty reasonable based off what the market is doing. I just saw another respected trainer's all-access membership similar to Solid Canines for $12.99 annually. And to be honest, Solid Canine is better better and easier to follow and they get results. Mm. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty, I mean, you know, a lot of this was, I mean, it's been going on for a while. I mean, we, you know, there's been coaches forever, but I think COVID really got everybody into the online learning um, uh, thing. So we, we, online learning is very, very popular, very popular. Or, but the, the thing is this, is like a lot of people say, well, I can't afford that. It's like, that's fine. Keep listening to our podcast, ask questions, watch, watch our, get our free um, content on Instagram and Facebook and on YouTube. So there's still plenty of opportunity out there for free as well. Next. Let's see. Constance said, Angela tripped me out telling me my phone is taking pictures of me. <laughs> Not me directly, but during his fun facts. He said that. Your phone, our phones are taking pictures of us? What? Every, every five seconds. Why? What? What's the need for that? Where are they going? Who's seeing these photos? Well, technically nobody's seen them, but they're being stored. Why? Every five seconds? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What? Mm-hmm. You have to remember how much available data storage capacity that the government has. It's pretty, it's pretty, it's pretty incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Aye, aye, yeah. Aye. See, see, this is the thing. It's like, and it's a lot of it. A lot of it is actually used for to sell the advertisers, not your picture, but for demographics, for for you know facial recognition, for snooping. Um, but 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 a lot of it is is going to be 
eventually some of that, not maybe not that particular information, but it could be, oh, it's a white woman with curly hair. Oh, let's make sure we don't sell her any, you know, um, uh, hair product that wouldn't be right for her hair. Let's maybe start making suggestions for um, hair salons to her. Um, I mean, you never know how your data is being used. Oh, it doesn't look like she wears much makeup. We're not going to make sure makeup companies don't, um, you know, target her. Oh, wow, her skin looks really, really nice. Terrifying. We're going to make sure that we actually push skincare stuff because she obviously takes care of her skin. Yeah, there's all, all kinds of things. Next. I just thought it listened. Like, if I talk about whatever. Mm -mm. That's it's like, too. oh, here's an ad mm -mm. for this razor you were that, talking that about. That it does, too. Yeah. So if we started right now talking about, um, uh, let's go to Portugal. Well, my phone's the one listening yeah, right so now. Let's go to Portugal. Joel, what do you think about going to Portugal um, yeah. next next year? What do you want to do? You want to take a, a, an airplane, or do you want to um, flights you know, to Portugal? You want to do? You want to do take an airplane to Portugal? Great. You want to you want to upgrade to first class? Yeah. Awesome. Do you have enough luggage to go to Portugal? No. Maybe we should go look for some luggage this week. Okay. Okay. Now I'm gonna get all these <laughs> stupid ads. Um, FNC said, okay, thank you. I'll start going back to that. Should I make her place back in the crate? We have moved to a bed. Would crate be better or no difference? And thank you. So place can be out of, so place can be in the bed, the, the dog bed. Crate is crate. But you, you, but when you, when you leave, you, you kennel up your dog, but place is great to do for just instead of walking around, instead of walking around next Avi said, me too, Constance. Great show. The kid is brilliant. Mm, he's got to do another one tomorrow. Oh, Avi, you get to meet Angelo this week yeah. when you come. Yep. Um, but Lisa, camera covers on all devices. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't do that. <laughs> Probably you, should. You just do a sticky note, sticky note on your computer. So scary. I try not to think about it too much because I'll panic. I will. I have too much anxiety. Yeah. I'll have a freaking real panic attack that's, about that, this shit. That's the truth. Uh, Medusa kind of course said he'll love Portugal. Meet the 33 year old dog. That was a joke. We're not going to Portugal. We said it so Joel would get a bunch of ads. Yeah. But we will be in Europe this summer. Seriously. Yeah. We're trying to put together a little something, something. Joyful Canine said the documentary terms and conditions may apply. I believe it's called any device you have when you click agree, even setting it up signs your privacy rights away. Yep. Absolutely. Scary. Mm -hmm. Ryan said if people only knew. They'd stop scrolling for hours and TikTok brain would disappear, but ignorance is bliss in regard to phones yep. recording. Yeah. Virgin Mary, good news. Ever since using the shot. Look, we're helping Virgin Mary train her dog. Holy shit. Oh my God. Yeah, maybe I am going to heaven. <laughs> Ever since using the Damn. shot. Damn. He's self-correcting can, can, can you, can you? One time this week and a couple of times when we've seen dogs, he'll grab my arm and bite at my hand holding the leash. Oh, what do I do? Okay. So Virgin Mary's dog is trying to redirect on her. So what you do is it's not it's not unusual. They have, so what happens is you've taken away the the physical act of the forward movement or the outward movement, and now what you've done is you've taken that same energy and turned it into you. So the energy still exists. So we need to get get the dog to be de-aroused. So what I would do is make sure you're recognizing the loadings. A couple of things you can do: muzzle the dog up, put a dominant dog collar on it, and if it moves its head into you, just hold the hold the dog up by the dominant collar. Use a slip lead too, but we like dominant dog collars. Um, yeah. And then, and then what you or you could also do is you can bonk the dog or have two leashes on the dog. And um, the second leash, you, you you let go of the first leash and you pop the second leash. The reason is because if the dog bites onto the leash. Next. 
I freaking love our community so much. Obviously, like, I'm going to take a break on the drive to watch the show. I love you guys. Why don't so you just, why, just set your phone up on your dashboard? <laughs> <laughs> and, don't let, and don't look at the road. And then tonight, she's like, I can leave tonight if you want, but I can't leave before the podcast. <laughs> So funny. I think he's bringing Angela books too. Uh, we have the best community. Mm. said Abby's coming to visit. Oh, that's exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're gonna go out. It's actually nice in Florida too, so you'll actually get out of the cold. Yeah. Um, Athena said so refreshing for us in the UK to be told our dogs are just actually being brats and get advice on stopping the nonsense, which has absolutely worked for my GSD. Good. Too much pandering in the UK. Yeah, I mean, trust me, the United States, we have massive amounts of problems massive amounts of problems but just talk to any dog trainer out there where they get most of their hate from in the u.s where do you get most of your hate from the uk across the board across not just dog trainers just hate across the board it's it's in it's incredible it's incredible so you know nothing against anybody in the uk but owning a business like that doesn't that's not good for state of mind, for the state of mind. And there's some people that just don't know how to handle hate. For us, we've become experts on it. Um, so uh, I loved it over there, though. I had a great time. I had a wonderful, wonderful time. Wonderful people. All my seminars are wonderful people. Ryan said, imagine if there are more cameras in the black border of the screen. <laughs> Cue scary music. There probably are. Probably ones we don't even see. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! And think about all the people that all the smart devices people are get, putting in, oh, like hell no. thermostat, the thermostats, the refrigerator, no, nope. nope. everything. Could you imagine that? That's when I'm so not afraid to show my age and be like, "It was better back in my day." Isn't that fun? Isn't that if you really think about the refrigerators that um, they order the food for you? Yes. That means that they know everything in your refrigerator. Yeah. What do you think that data goes to? I know. What do you think it goes to? It's weird. Yeah, it's incredible. It's really weird. It's incredible. It wasn't, wouldn't it be funny if you're, I'm sure this is already happening. Your refrigerator talks to your smart TV. So if you watch TV with commercials, it actually shows you, it goes through your refrigerator. It sees what brands of food you buy. It tells the TV, do you have any ads for either a, possibly a competing brand or the same brand for brand awareness or a competing brand to steal the, 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 the uh, uh, homeowner's business, mm-hmm. grocery business. You know, it's like remember that movie? It's like a '90s movie, Smart House. Like mm-hmm. it was like a yeah, Disney yeah, yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. They talked about it like it was like this foreign thing, and like now that's everyone's house. Oh, pretty gotcha. much. Yep. Crazy. Yep. Um, Avi said my phone stays in the armrest, and yes, I'm packing books. Okay, my next okay. car will be a 20 year old Dodge No Tech. Nice. <laughs> hey, you, can al- you can also work on those too yourself. Sometimes my car does some weird shit. You can't even work out on it yourself anymore. No. No. Can't do like anything. Sometimes my key won't even like register to my vehicle. I'll try to like lock it and like just nothing happens. I'm like, one of these days I'm not going to be able to start my car. Well, that's, no key anymore. That's the whole like freaking That's button. the whole plan is all your EV cars, all your electric vehicles. Well, could you imagine one day where this, someone hijacks all the software, cuts them all down at once? Yeah. Now you got no car. Every single one of them. Then they hack into all the robots that are in all the manufacturing facilities and at Amazon, they shut them all down. They do the same things for all the utility companies. Yeah. Next. 
FNT51 said, okay, got you. Thanks. Enjoy the trip to Portugal. We're not going to Portugal. Can't wait to see the ad recommendations. Yeah. Yeah, we're not going to Portugal. Just to clarify. Nothing against it. They actually re, they actually have got a pretty good golden visa there. If anybody wants to move out of the country. Abby said, you mean the one stuck on the road? Yeah. Yeah. That's it. I think we got through all the questions. And it's eight one. Awesome. Well, thank you, everybody. Don't forget yeah, Solid K9 Academy. Solid K9 Academy. Um, get yourself a course. Get yourself a course. Join the community. It's thirty-seven dollars a month too. If you if you want to do monthly, and this is the thing, you know, thirty-seven dollars is 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 easy enough to come up with, and and even if you're on a fixed income, because a lot of it is just a budgeting issue, but also everyone can be making so much money from home these days. It's so easy to make an extra hundred dollars a week just from your laptop, from your computer in a couple hours time. You'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. Like, you know, we just hired a remote worker uh, today um, to do some just repetitive, you know, uh, stuff for us. And they're going to be getting um, about a hundred dollars a week. And um, because it's a small job. But that's just an hour a day tops of their time, you know. So imagine how much money that person can make. If you speak English and even another language, you can be an online uh, teacher teaching a second language. You can teach a second language. So, I mean, there's so much you can be doing. Like A lot of people are learning languages now with live tutors online. A musical instrument, you can teach. You can teach that. There's so much you can do. So much you can do. Yeah. All right, everybody. Take care. Good night.